Welcome everybody to the Queensberry Project. It's Dre the Boxing Hippie with that high boxing IQ. Our guest this week is somebody that not only won titles in different divisions, she's one of the most positive people you'll find on the internet. She's uh, been on reality TV. She's been on Ninja Warrior and she's a huge advocate for autism awareness. I'm talking about Melissa Saville. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. So straight off the bat, you were born in Haiti. Now I was born in the United States and then I got sent over to Haiti in 96 and I was living there for almost a whole year and then I came back. Oh, okay, so you're really just a New Yorker through and through. All day. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, what got you into boxing? Uh, you know, I grew up in a, an abusive household, very abusive. And, um, you know, I wasn't allowed to talk about what was going on, you know, growing up in a Haitian household. So I kept a lot of, you know, anger inside. So, you know, one day I found a boxing gym and that was my therapy. Because, you know, coming up, coming from a Caribbean household, they don't believe in, you know, therapy. You're not supposed to talk your business. So I had to hold all that in growing up as a teenager, you know, had all that in me as a kid. So... You know, boxing was a therapy, so that's how I found it. Okay, and which gym did you uh, first go to? So, at, around that time, I left New York, and I went to go live in Haiti. And then I didn't come back to New York when I came back to the U.S. I had went upstate, so I found a gym upstate. Okay, cool. And um, who were your influences um, in boxing? Was there anybody that you looked Okay. Or did you just get into it just cause? You know, um, before I, you know, got sent out the country, uh, of course, back in the, you know, 90s, Mike Tyson was, you know, the man. So I knew Mike Tyson. Plus, I was always playing on the Nintendo, the Mike Tyson punch out. So okay. <laughs> he, he's probably the first boxer that I knew of. It's when I started back, you know, training and then I was doing my research, like, you know, is there girls, there's other girls that, you know, compete, you know, stuff like that. And then that's when I started getting a history of it, of women's boxing. And I said, you know, I think I want to compete. Okay. I think I want, I want to bring this to another level. Absolutely. And uh, what age was that? 17. 17. Okay. And um, who would your Mount Rushmore fighters be? Oh, uh, uh, oh my God! Uh, what's his name from Ohio? Forget it. Uh, I can't even pronounce his name. Um, damn, it's on top of my head. But for Hector Camacho, Mike Tyson, Sugar Ray, Hagler. Okay, absolutely. All right, <laughs> and um, what was um doing Ninja Warrior like? Oh my God, Ninja! It was it was an amazing opportunity. It, it was and it was a great experience because I, I watched the show regularly and right. um, I I was just happy to be on there because before there was a Ninja Warrior, I was a fan of American Gladiator and I always wanted to be on there. You know, Storm was somebody that I admired, the girl with the long braids because she looked oh. like me. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and I, I, I always say I want to be on a show like that. So, you know, being on Ninja Warrior, it, it was just wonderful. And then to represent something so great on a big platform like that. You know, I had the autism pants on, and then I had the pink bed there to represent cancer because Kaylee's mother had passed from cancer. And I know there's a lot of families out there who, you know, who are dealing with, you know, loved ones passed from cancer or, you know, fighting through cancer or, you know, have cancer survivors. You know, so uh, to represent autism and cancer on that platform, it was amazing. Okay, so um, what got you into um, autism advocacy? Kayleen's father, um, we're together and he trains me and he had um, retired after Kayleen's mother passed. So before, you know, I started getting into autism, he was representing autism. So I said, look, just because you retired doesn't mean the fight for autism should, you know, be retired too. You know, being that I'm your fighter, you have other fighters, let's keep this going because there's a lot of families out there that, you know, have loved ones with autism. And I think, some, you know, I think, you know, representing and speaking about something about the spectrum should be out there. Absolutely. And I think you do a great job doing it. Thank um, you. Appreciate that. Your positivity is infectious. Like, what keeps you, like, so upbeat? Is it uh, your faith? Like, where do you get that from? Like, that's like... I'm sorry, my what did you say? My phone was ringing. I said, um, your positivity, like your look, your outlook on life, like that's so amazing. Like, where do you get that from? Like, where do you drive, uh, draw your strength from to uh, be so motivating and stuff like that? Oh, man, thank you. I mean, you know, my mother tried to kill me a few times when I was little and and then, um, you know, getting sent to Haiti, you know, and um, I, I think all of that made me look at life different. You know, um, you know, everybody asked me how am I hit on the pandemic. I think uh, my mother got me ready for that back in 96. Because when I got sent to Haiti, I didn't go to family members' house where everything would be good. I'd be comfortable. I got sent home to a group home where I'm getting a real deal. You know, don't have electricity all day. I got to wash my clothes by hand. I'm not eating the stuff that I want. You know, life was different. So I was prepared early. <laughs> so, you know, and, and then just being in Haiti, you know, um, like I said, not having 24 hour electricity, not being able to use a, a real bathroom because I had to go in the outhouse, you know, and stuff like that. And wash my hands, you know, wash my clothes with my hands and stuff. So when I came back to the U.S., um, I didn't take nothing for granted. I, you know, I I appreciate everything that I had. I appreciate the electricity. I appreciated running water for my sink. I appreciated everything. It, it made me look at life different. And the love that I did not get from my parents, you know, um, I share that with the world, with Kayleen and, and just people around me. Cause I love life. I love positive energy. And, you know, growing up in a Haitian household, having a, a mother, old school Haitian mother, you know, it, they, my mother's rough and tough. <laughs> right. That's a beautiful thing. It's um, it's a testament to the strength that you have as a person. Because some people become bitter, you know, like dealing with the things that you went through. And I think it's really a testament to the person you are that you're able to put a smile on your face and put a smile on other people's faces. Yeah, thank, thank you. You know, it's because a lot of people ask me, you know, did you want to box? Who wakes up and says, oh, I want to be a boxer, knowing the stuff that we got to go through physically, emotionally, and even the business part, the abuse that goes on behind the scenes that they don't even speak about a woman's boxing, you know? I got into boxing because I was angry, but was that the first thing on my bucket list? No. <laughs> well, what, did, what did you want to be growing up? I wanted to, I wanted to work in theater. 
I wanted to be in the either on, you know, behind the scenes or in the scenes, you know, anything I to do with, you know, plays on Broadway or movies. That's what I wanted to do. And I wanted to be in gymnastics. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted I definitely, you know, had other things on my agenda. But, you know, half of my life, you know, I'm not going to say my whole life was terrible. I did have good moments, but most of it I was getting my ass whipped. Damn, so in the ring is nothing to you at this point, right? Oh, nothing, is... nothing, 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 nothing at all. It never was. I went I went in there angry, and I will always ask God, like, what you got me here for? What's my purpose? Is, is this really my journey? Like, what, what do you want me to do with this boxing? Because I hear, when you hear other girls, you know, they have this thing, like, oh, I want to be world champ. I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, it, that wasn't my take, you know? I went in there angry, and, you know, I just found out, you know, now later, you know, later on in my Boston career, I said, um, you know what? I think I, I figured out my purpose and my purpose was to give back. You know, they always say that God's going to give you too much that you can't handle, you know, because I said, asking like, why, why would you give me these two parents? Why would you give me a father that would molest me? Why would you give me a mother trying to kill me? Like, what, what did I do that was so wrong? Did I do something in my past life that I don't know of? Like, I don't understand. Why, why, why am I in this box? <laughs> why, you know? And, you know, um, it's to give back. You know, God is, you know, everybody know God would throw you some curveballs and I figure it out, you know, and I, I had some good times in boxing. Um, I, I love the platform it gave me and, um, I love boxing, you know, <laughs> I, I like the people that I met and I'm, I'm just happy that I can give back and stuff. And cause it's not always about winning. For me, it's not always about winning. Not you know, no, really. when you hear these, when you hear people talk, you know, I want to win, I want to this, I want to this, I want this. So it's winning, winning, winning. What happened? What happened about giving back? You know, today every Saturday I teach a woman's class, and I'm teaching the class. You know, these women don't know. Um, they're not focusing like they don't even know that like I'm a boxer. They know I'm a boxer, but they don't know at the level that I'm at. You know, they just want to be able to, you know, get in shape and have a little self defense because it's crazy out there. Right. And, you know, you hear, you look on the news, you hear women getting raped or killed and stuff like that. So I always tell my um, my people in my class when they leave, take what I showed you. You know, God forbid anything happened to you guys, but I just feel like, you know, use what I will use what I showed you because a little second could shake, you know, save yeah. your life. You know, so Stop for me. Yeah. So for me, it's about giving back. Of course, you know, I want to fight. I want to win, of course. But with that, that's just a small part of it. Right. I want to be able to, you know, I want people to feel my frequency, the vibrations coming off me, the love. You know, I want them to feel like, you know, when you hear Tupac, if you, you and I never met Tupac, but when you hear Tupac song, you feel like, like, that's my brother. He got me. So I want people to feel that when I walk in the arena, when I go meet them, I'm not only a fighter, but I'm a people's champ. Absolutely. And I'm here for you. I understand you. I feel your chair. I understand your struggles. You know, boxing was my outlet. You might have a different outlet, but I'll show you how I got there. You know, it's about giving back. It's about being, you know, encouraging others and, and stuff like that. So that's what I'm about. Okay. And uh, while we're on that topic, what would your message be to a girl that is going through something similar to what you went through? What could you tell her? Like, I would tell her, 
I would tell you definitely just stay prayed up and don't give up on yourself. Do not give up on yourself and do not let those doubts crush your mind and, you know, make a blueprint of your mind what you want your future to look like. And, and just stay on a positive note and whatever next step you make in your journey to keep positive people that actually care about you, genuinely care and love for you. Because there's a lot of snakes out there. There's a lot of wolves and sheep clothing that I pretend. So I tell them, make sure that third eye is open and stay prayed up and keep the light on you. Keep, you know, keep positive vibes. And keep praying that God keep positive people in your circle because I had a taste of that. <laughs> and now taking it back to the ring and women's boxing, how do you feel about three minute rounds and two minute rounds? I mean, that's not the, the question is how the zeros. It, it don't matter the two, three minutes. It's the zero. That's what everybody's missing. You want more action? You got to pay, honey. Absolutely. <laughs> we, already, we already do three minutes in the gym three or four minutes in the gym we already you know we we already trained for that that's not a question right but why why do it for, at the same rate you know what i mean like exactly you know that's how you go to the strip club you want to take the strip in the boom boom room you got to pay extra i don't know what you're talking about oh uh, yeah all right <laughs> um Okay, and now we, I know you listen to music, right? We of course. You. Okay, um, what is your dream versus? What would your dream versus battle be? Oh man, uh, Nas and uh, I would say Nas and Pac, but Pac is not here. <laughs> okay, but either way, that's crazy. That's a good one. And being that Pac's not here, then what would you say, Jay? Yeah, but when we had that, they already had that little battle already. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Who did you give that to? I mean, look, I'm a Nas fan. I'm okay. rocking. I'm a Nas fan. <laughs> okay. Queens is um, definitely appreciating that right now. Hey, that's where my mother lived first when she came from Haiti, Springfield. Okay, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Um, all right. And um, you like wrestling, right? I noticed that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been a wrestling fan since back in the day. Bushwhacker Twins, Hulk Hogan, Loco Zuno, Undertaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Um, is that something that you um going to get into at some point? Or make an oh, man, if I get the opportunity, why not? Oh, I why think, not? I think your personality would be great for it. I think I told you that on Twitter before. Um, that is definitely something I think you should, um, you know, test out or whatever. Have you ever tried that at Gleason's? Talking to Johnny Rods or whatever? No, you know what? But let me tell you a story, right? There was somebody online um, say, uh, promoting a wrestling um, tryout. And I was like, oh, yeah. I called call my homegirl. I was like, yo, let's go. It's in Jersey. So he went. And um, the guy had us put on wrestling outfits and he had the mat downstairs and he was showing us moves, but it, it come to find out it was a fetish thing. Like one of those fetish things. So my, I called my manager, my manager came. He's like, go upstairs, put your fucking clothes on. Let's go, get out of here. I was like, I thought it was wrestling. Oh my God. So I didn't know. Yeah, it's never a dull moment with me. 
Oh my god. I'ma post it. I took pictures. I'ma post it on Twitter. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. So tell the girls that you gotta look out for these uh fake wrestling schools, I yes. guess. Right? Look out, watch out, watch out. <laughs> that's crazy. Melissa, anything else that you wanna say? Yes, I want to say stay prayed up, keep good energy, you know, keep keep, keep love around you, and, and just let the universe work. Just let the universe work. And keep hope alive, keep your faith up, and everything's going to work out. Okay. And um, thank you. Oh, when could we see you in the ring again? Do you have a date or anything? Um, oh, um I do have dates, but I'm waiting for, I got some negotiating going on right now. So I'm just waiting for that to clear up and then I'm going to post the date. All right, cool. Melissa, thank you once again for having, uh, for coming on and uh, hope to see you again on here. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Queens in the house. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. All right.